Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to part two of the Western Conference preview, where we break down and rank the playoff and the championship contenders of the Western Conference. All right, let's get into it right now. Why wait, right? Why wait? It's that podcast on Sasha Rap Radio. Let's go. Number eight, we got the Dallas Mavericks. We we all know about the Luka Magic and and Jason Kidd showing that he that he has his teams or he can get his teams ready to play every night. And, but as you know in sports, it's not just about the superstars. It's about the players mm-hmm. around them that make a team what it is. Did not re-signing Jalen Brunson make the Mavericks take a step back? Yes, I'm saying it. Yes, I thought they overachieved. Period. Last playoffs. I thought so. Even for them to even make the playoffs. Luca is a superstar, and I understand why they got how they got as far as they did. I'm with other Luca. Right? But um I think they are gonna be missing another scorer. Jalen was a scorer. Like he actually impressed me, like for a guy yeah. that his height, um, his confidence and his ability to score. I thought yeah. he was able to create for himself. And there's, I don't see many guys on this on this team that could do that other than Luca. Um, so yeah, they got in Christian Wood, um, McGee, and but um, I don't think they are better this year. If they are, if they might be the same as last year. You know, um, now they have another year under their belt. Luca's going to get better each year, I think. So they might be the same as last year, but I don't think they got any better. To answer your question. Yeah, I mean, Luca got his bag too. He got his max bag, which I mean, based on the, how he's played his accolades, I think he's, he's, he's averaging Jesus. like twenty six points a game in his career so far. <laughs> like it's, it's friggin' wild. Yeah. But with that said, Julian, I'm with you. I did not understand how they were so successful last year with that roster. Like, I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like I don't get it. Like no star, no second star. Like especially when they let like, they traded they traded off Porzingis. I'm like, well, okay, they're yeah. just going to try to make the playoffs and be happy with that and be cool. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What they did to Phoenix, especially Game 7, I, I wasn't, I'll tell you, I was not home. I was I was on the road trying to rush back to, to watch the um, Game 7 between the two of them, right, between Phoenix and Dallas, if you remember. And I remember mm-hmm. checking our chat group, and I remember or checking some chat groups, I should say, and being like, wait a minute, they're down how much? What's the, what's the score in the second quarter? They're down 30? It's not even halftime? What? How? You know what I mean? And, and I'm just, I was confused because I'm like, I'm like, yo, obviously Phoenix did a master choke. And then we'll, we'll I mean, we're going to get to them a little later. But I'm like, I just didn't understand how that roster was doing the kind of damage they were doing. Even to take Phoenix to seven, Julian, I was, I was confused. I'm like, I know, Beyond. I know Luca's Luca, but I'm like, I'm confused how they're taking this team to seven, seven games. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, they it was perplexing. Got to in the first place, yeah. I have no answers for you. This is, <laughs> I have no answers. I can't, I don't know. I don't even know how to respond to that because I still do not know how. And I'm very interested to see how, how they perform this year after yeah. last year. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know. Like, I, if I'm if I'm an opposing team, I would have looked at like looked at the tapes and looked at everything and be ready for this team like somehow, some way, because I can't see them doing what they did last year. To be honest, I had them. I remember I told you I had Lakers at nine and uh, on my list, but I had Dallas at eight, and I just basically 
switched him out and kind of thing. So, but yeah, so I don't have Dallas like even be. Oh yeah, they, that playing tournament. Yeah, to be in a playing tournament. Yeah, they're still yeah. being. They, they were still being a playing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. I don't mind the playing tournament. I like it actually. I do too. I do too. Yeah, like I said, at this stage, I mean, look, they're getting Tim Hardaway Jr. back. He didn't really play for them last year. He's a solid role player. You know, they, as you said, they picked up Christian Wood, who's already not crazy about coming off the bench. You know, but they they didn't yeah, replace yeah, yeah. Brunson's guard play. And I think they expected to get him back, but they they didn't, you know, they keep but he took the bigger bag for the Knicks. Or it was the same bag or different opportunity. I think he wanted a more more opportunity with the ball and he wasn't gonna get that being with you know with Luca. Understandable. I get that. He's a point yeah. guard. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna want the ball in your hands a little more and you're not gonna is get he from that New York? You... Is he from New York, Brunson? Um, I think he's no? near that area. Yeah, I think he's I don't know if he's from sure. New York, but he's he's near the area. I know his father used to play mm. for Temple. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Br- Rick, uh, Rick Brunson, I think his name was. Yeah, yeah. He's from New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. So, yeah, yeah close enough. Close to home, right? So yeah, maybe that's tri-state the area. So tri-state area, but yeah, like I said, it's it's one of those things. And then plus, his father works for the Knicks too, right? So yeah, that's so yeah, that, and that's like right. Come on, so yeah, this is there's many reasons, and you're playing in yeah in but, New York. But, I, it, but yeah. I think the bigger opportunity again is for him to get to have the ball more in his hands too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not going to happen when you're playing with Luca. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and, Yeah. yeah. And, and the money. And the money. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but, I think, but I think Dallas was willing to pay him. I just think he wanted another opportunity. To, mm, okay. So, I wasn't which, sure about that. Which, I, don't, which I, I don't remember how that now, went. Now, I think with Luca, it may, it, like the fact that he's in shape too coming in between the conference finals, the late season, and then, and then playing in the Euro Cup. Like I think it may unlock his game a little bit further going into his fifth season, which is already kind of crazy to say. Yeah, he he, he has a, a interesting um, body. Like there's one be like weeks I see him, and I said this guy looks so fat, and then uh, I'll see him another week. He's like, okay, he looks okay, and then he looks big again in the face and on the floor. Like his, he's just a big guy, man. Like yeah. I don't know his weight, but he can but handle it though. He can he can he can still play at any at any level like at any. <laughs> yeah. way he can play, he can still play. So, Yo, I guess it's not really that much of a hindrance. What, 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 what he, what he did the two years prior to the Clippers in the playoffs, I'll never. That'll boggle my mind. Like, like he, he flummoxed both Kawhi and and, and PG uh, mm-hmm. and, and Paul George. Like those, those two series in the bubble and out of the bubble. Like he, he, he had them like confused, and those are like two of the best perimeter defenders in the league, and they didn't know what to do with him. And I'm like. Okay, like obviously some I, I know some people that, that don't think he's like they think he's a little overrated because he has the ball in his hands so much. But I'm like, if those guys are confused, then it's got to be for a reason, you know? Yeah, no, he's the real deal. There's no question. That, that's a franchise player, franchise drafted um, first round pick that you can build around. Um, yeah, you do anything to get him. Yeah, man. So they did it right. They made that trade for him, right? For yeah. Trade, 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 young. Yeah. So, but yeah. Who's your sleeper? And as for sleepers, yeah, I don't really have much on this squad. Like, if, I, I would Christian probably Wood? say, yeah, still still take Christian Wood, even though he's coming off the bench. He's still going to get his minutes. He'll still be the main score down low and all that. So I will still, um, you know, have him on my on my queue, like in, in my queue to, uh, to, to draft. Because although he's still coming off the bench, he'll still get 30 minutes. He'll still play. Yeah. So I'm going to shy away from him. I, I, I'm I'm keeping him. <laughs> you said, yeah, you're keeping him. Okay, he, he yeah. was like a dollar. He was like worth like a dollar oh, in, really? in our league. So I'm like, I can't drop him. He's like a he's like a buck. Yeah, he's you like, can't do he's that. He's like a no. buck. I may as well just for the value alone.
Um, number seven, we got the the New Orleans Pelicans. What's the over and under on Zion playing seventy games a season? Whoa, 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 whoa. For you, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's not playing 70 games. There's no way. He's not playing 70. Um, I mean, it looks I, to be in great I, I shape this time. So, it's the under. Like, I'm choosing the under like on that. Like, okay. Yeah, I think they're going to bring him, along, bring him along slowly. He looks like in great shape. He's great in shape. phenomenal shape. Yeah. This might be the best I've seen him look. Probably since Duke. Um, yeah. It was actually good to see him... Um, look like that like me because to me it, t- it told me that he took his body serious yeah he takes his career serious he followed the regimen that they gave him he stuck to it you know it, it, it i was actually happy to see him look that he looks down like 40 50 pounds maybe more mm-hmm. um, but the point is that like with that with that lighter weight it's going to do him much better so yeah i don't think he'll get to 70 games i think i'll still see him getting injured because his whole career has been injuries right so um, but at least he'll he's at the at the right weight for his body, his body. and for somebody that elevates you know that plays so athletic, Lee like how he does to carry to, to do so at a, such a heavy weight it, it can't be great it's for unique. your long career for your career it's unique. There's very very few guys right. you've seen do it right. Like it's unique. It's yeah, unique. to have a long career too, like to play yeah. at that weight. So Bar- Barkley's probably him. the only one. Barkley's probably yeah, the only one at that size, and he's rare. Like he's like a specimen too, Barkley. Yeah. Right, so. Most players are not can do what Barkley did, so yeah. it's good to see him at this weight. Let's see um, how how well he can play at this weight. Like me, sorry. Let's see how well he can keep this weight. Do like we even know what he weighs? Do we even know what he weighs coming into the season? I don't even know. I don't know. I, I'd be good to know to be honest. But he looks amazing. Like I'm telling you, like he looks good. Like his body, like in the press yeah, conference, one hundred percent. In his face, you can just see it in his face. I don't know if you saw last night. Um, <laughs> there was um, he, he met up. I don't know if you remember the viral moment when he was in high school and there was yeah, like a five yeah. five guy that was looking yeah. to guard him and he was pointing at him. He, he, he I guess that's his friend now. But they yeah, they, they cool. met after or before a game last night, the last uh, preseason game I think against the Hawks. Like they they met up. So, um, but like yeah, when you see him coming out of the locker room, I'm like, yo, this guy looks chiseled. So right now they're saying he's two eighty four, but I don't know if that's recent or or what have you. But mm. but he looks good though. Just, like yeah, just to to, to, to your point, he, he looks he looks really good, and, and he looks happy too. He looks happy. He does. He does. I think he's just happy to be back. And I, and I tell you what, I think the the trading them trading for CJ McCollum was probably one of the most important trades because I think yeah. with them obviously the going on that playoff run was great for the everybody on that team, right? But then also mm-hmm. with CJ being able to provide the team, you know, with a sense of professionalism. You and, got and, it. And then, but then also high level production that that the players yep. just respect. Because he's a he's a great player to watch. You know what I mean? Like another it, great respected veteran. I'm going to highlight that yeah. word, respected veteran. And as you just mentioned, somebody that can still, you know, put the numbers up and, and oh, yeah, play he's like an at, the, at that level he's, too. He's an all star right? level. So, yeah, he's an all star level. And and I think you know, because remember at the when he got there, remember he he was quite frank when he just got to to, to the Pelicans, where he was like, "Yeah, I've been here for like a week or two weeks. I still haven't spoken to Zion yet. We got to change this." You know, yeah, and, the and, culture. And, See, yeah. that, that's the kind of leader, right? You know, he has his own podcast too. Like, he ain't mm-hmm. afraid to speak. He's intelligent. Yeah. Um. You know, like those intangibles are so important to our winning culture. It's not about you see, you jump through the roof, man. Like I keep telling people that, and um, you bring the right attitude, it can change an entire culture, and then yeah, you you see it turn around, the franchise turn around faster than 
you had anticipated. So it's, it's the funny thing about athletics. Like that's the dirty little secret about athletics. Athletics is is halfway about athletics, <laughs> depending yeah. on depending on the sport you're in. Depending yeah, on the sport man. you're in, you can you know, be an incredible started... athlete, but if you don't have it between the years. It doesn't matter yeah. how great you can jump, how how fast you can run, how big, how, how much you can hit. You know what I mean? Your hand-eye coordination. If you don't have it between the ears, you know. Yeah, that, if you can't read a play, you, yeah, anticipate plays, um, you know, defend all those things. Like you, you're not you're not gonna go far. I don't care how great you are as an athlete, and that's a lot of high school kids gotta realize, man. It's like it's not all about highlight reels and dunking on people. It's like you know, that's what gets you that notoriety and that attention from the scout. But yeah. I think if you can do both that and make the right plays and and be smart and lead and do well in school, and those things show that shows to a scout like this guy is mature. He yeah. he, he knows you know. And this, is, and this is for all team sports. It's not just basketball. It's all team sports. No, I mean, I mean yeah. all team sports. I'm, you know me. I'm like talking about like hockey. I'm yeah. talking about all those other sports. Every sport. Like look at Gretzky. Man, he always said Gretzky. He wasn't. He was like one of the slowest guys on the ice. But yeah. he was always in. The, he was always where he, he was always in the spot where the puck he knew was going to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't go where the puck was. He went to the spot where he knew the puck was yeah. going to be. I feel like he and attracted it to him after a while. Yeah. Like yeah. he just was always one step ahead of everybody. It was crazy. Yeah. So it's like it's not just ball. You're right. It's football. It's hockey. Yeah. Basketball. Football. Because look at Jerry Rice, right? Jerry Rice was never the fastest guy, but mm-hmm. look at his route running. It's it's like nobody run around ran around better than he did, and he, and he and he would leave guys even though he wasn't the fastest guy based on the route running, mm-hmm. right? So so and this is when it comes down to scouting, right? Yeah. And scouting scouting how they value things and what they see and like. You know, and how how they weigh things and value, like you know, it it goes down to scouting too as well. What they want to see, and maybe the game will change, or players will change if they high. Like you know, it's crazy how how scouts see things that I don't see, right? And not, yeah, for, for, for good and bad. I don't know how they see it. So yeah, and, and it's and it's funny because no no one talks about their young guys, but they got some potential studs and like Herbert Jones and Trey Murphy. Ooh, Jones, yeah, Jones yeah. in particular showed like higher gears of like offensively. Which, got a bench. Oh my God. Like it was super wild at times how we played. And he, and I think he's, he's already kind of feared on, on the defensive side of the floor. It's, mm-hmm. it's it, like, to me, they're op- it's, it's crazy to say, but they're going to be one of the most exciting teams to watch. And it doesn't yep. necessarily have to do with Zion hooping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is crazy no, to say, right? Because you got CJ in his handles and his footwork, Ingram's skill set. You know, even even Alvarado's ball hawking, like they're they're yep. just like they're like must see TV. And it's like I said, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with Zion. Zion's the lion's share of it, but it's not that's not the reason why you're gonna watch it. Like even if Zion doesn't play, you're still gonna watch the Pelicans play. I agree. Like I, I think they have a, enough talent on the team that will make anybody want to watch them play, you know? So uh, I can't wait for it. I can't wait to see how they do. Oh man, me too. Me too. Like that's must see TV every night, man. Um, who's your sleeper? You, you mentioned him, Herbert Jones, man. Mm. I think Herbert. Herbert is like I was impressed with what he was able to do last year. Um, fantasy wise, he'll get you some. I think he's more of a defensive player than uh, offensive player. He's a stopper. He'll get you some steals, some rebounds. He'll do it all. Um, he'll start. He'll start this year. Um, so, yeah, like he's not somebody that's going to be high on many people's list, but I think that's a guy that uh, if you look into um, for some steals and, and blocks and rebound, like those little things. Especially at that position, he, yeah. Yeah, man, he's a guy. Uh, number six, we got the Minnesota T-Wolves. W- what's more important to, to, to Soda's success to get to the next level, 
Rudy Gobert strengthening the defense or Anthony Edwards becoming an all-star? Ooh. Uh, I, it has to start at defense. It has to start at home. I think um, I think Edwards is going to be uh, an all-star. Um, he's going to be electrifying, scoring. Um, I think he's going to be like an all-rounded player, too. He's great man, defensively and all that. Boy. What? Um, Jeez. Pardon me? I said, man, that kick a ball, man. Holy right? shit. Right? So he's going to get them to that next level. But I think Gobert, Gobert is that missing piece that they do need. As somebody who's like a role player. Like, they have guys that came in. Um, I felt like they weren't role players other than Beverly, right? Like, other guys, like, like Russell, the, you know, those guys are like all, like, they're, in their minds, they're like all stars. Yeah. Pounds all stars. So I think um, Gobert is more of a, he's not really an all star player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is an all-star. Like, you know, I'll, I'm not going to sh- shit on his game. He's not an all-star offensively player, but he's an all-star defensively oh, player. Oh, 100%. Right? So, in case people try to question what I'm trying to say, but mm. um, defensively, he's going to bring a whole new attitude and let players do what they can flourish more and what they sh- are better at, which is scoring. Yeah. And Towns won't be needed to cover the big. Like, the Embiid, you know, like he was battling bigs all the time, and he, he, he he's not going to have to do that anymore. So yeah, I think it's gonna allow other players to, to be better, right? Allow other players to be better. Like they get beat on a on ISO one on one, they got Gobert there, right? So yeah. it's gonna make other players better. And I, I like I like him on the team. I just didn't like how much they gave up for him. But yeah, I know they they gave up the world for him. But at the, on top of that, though, they needed to be better defensive. I'm hoping that with Gobert being there every day in practice, practice, I'm hoping that it that makes Anthony Towns be at least better defensively because it's not like he can't do it. He just doesn't want to do it. I don't think I, yeah. I think at this stage he doesn't want to do it. And that's why I think like Anthony Edwards just has to be his team now. Like I know it's a mm-hmm. lot to ask because he's so young, but the way he played in the playoffs first of all is like it's a it's a it's, it's foreshadowing a great future for him. Obviously he showed himself to be a star, we all know that. It's, it's not hyperbole because again, it's it's um, it, you know he was a number one overall pick, so it's not like you know we're saying anything that's shocking. But I, I think Cat kind of gave the torch to him without knowing it because Cat's a great talent, and, I, and I, like even up until the playoffs last year, when people were like, "It was the best player," I'm like, "No, it's Anthony Towns. It's Carl, mm-hmm. it's Carl Anthony Towns for sure." But he kind of showed his ass on how he number one celebrated how they won that playing game. I thought that was like ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the whole team, but, yeah. he, but he was like one of the ringleaders of celebrating. Like it was almost deplorable watching that. And then, <laughs> and then, and, and then on top of that, number two, how terrible he played in that playing game. That was second. They won in spite of him. Number two, and then number three, he had moments in, in the. He had a couple of great games in that Memphis series. But to me, I don't know about you, but I question his IQ a lot during that time. Ooh. And and he's been in the league for like seven, eight years now. So mm. I'm not understanding like how he's like yeah. like some of these things that's coming to him. I'm like, yo, how are you still getting in foul yeah. trouble? How are you still making these decisions? How are you still taking these shots? Like you can't say it's yeah. it's because of youth. Like you're in year eight now. You're a vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. And, and, and that's why. And and that and you nailed it. And that's why they're not who they are. I mean, not where they wanted wanted to be by this time. Like they had a plan to be in the playoffs and a contender and all this stuff. And that's why they're not. Again, it's like the talent is there, but. If they don't have that leader or somebody who's making those right plays or right right yeah. calls and whatnot, they're not gonna they're gonna get there. They're not gonna get there. So it's inter- know, it's you, interesting. That's why I thought like when they didn't re-sign Patrick Beverly, I was actually a little surprised. Or no, they traded yeah. they traded him. I think they, they traded, traded him. him. They traded him to Utah. So that was part of it. Say so yeah, never mind. Yeah. But 
But I was like, and I get it, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I got somebody like him, especially once he got waived, I would have tried to sign him back because I'm like, in a weird way, they needed him last year. They needed his mentality yeah. last year. They didn't need him crying and stuff after the after the playing game. But <laughs> yeah. they needed they needed his mentality, right? But like, yeah, his passion. Yeah, yeah, you're right. they needed that. They, they yeah, needed they did. That. But um, but I mean, they got a pretty solid roster, quality role players. I mean, we all have. I think we pretty much all have them where they're they are right now, like on the sixth spot. But they need D'Angelo to be healthy, man. <laughs> Like that guy's play played, well. yeah, to play well. Like he's played eighty games twice in his career. The other seasons, mm. he's played sixty-three games, forty-eight games, thirty-three, twelve, forty-two, and then last year he played sixty-five. Like they need to get seventy to seventy-five games out of him to hit their level too. Because he's a, he's I, like I think he's a nice player, but it just he's never healthy. He's never yeah. healthy. Yeah, he is who he is right now. Like health-wise. Performance-wise, mm-hmm. I think this is what you're going to get out of him. You're not going to get anything more. Like I wouldn't wait on him to be somebody that he isn't this year. Uh, not to say he can't be, but I'm not waiting on him. Their success will be based on how well Towns and Boober gel. And and you and you think he's like an old vet? Like he's 26. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, <laughs> I know. He's 26, know. And, but and I'm not disagreeing with your point. He's 26, but like you feel like yeah, like. This is it. This is this is who he is. Forget it, kind of thing. He's gonna be hurt. He's gonna miss twenty games. He's gonna have. Well, like I, yeah, like I've seen enough, right? Like he yeah. came in the league or young, right? So like I've seen enough. Like I don't need. Uh, like I see his. Like you know, I, I watch him grow, and you know, from the Laker days and whatnot, and Brooklyn days and whatnot. He was balling in Brooklyn, but, um, you know, like that was probably the peak of his career. Yeah, like, which is a short career. The Brooklyn side. Um, I don't know. The Brooklyn side. Yeah, yeah, on the boy yeah, when yeah. he was with Brooklyn. Oh, I right? love them on Brooklyn. Uh, I love them. I did too. Brooklyn, I yeah. did too. I did as well. And I, I don't think I've seen that in Minnesota, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, you see you see it in spots and pockets, right? Like Yeah, gosh. but I don't want to see that. Right? Yeah, you, you need to see the you I want to see, see it. it. Yeah. Right? So that's all. me personally. But like it's gonna be Edwards, like, you know, it's Edwards' team. It's a great draft that draft pick that they selected mm-hmm. in him. Yeah. And I think it's uh the team's gonna go where those three go. Edwards Towns and Goubert, right? So, and, and going back to the Brooklyn point for a second, that one year that he played in Brooklyn, it was an All Star. He played eighty games. Really? Eh? Yeah. So, to to your oh. point, right? He played, right? So mm-hmm. you, got, you got to see him like at, at his full glory. So if he can do that again, like this team might even go. Like it's tough to say that they'll go farther than where they are, but yeah, the West is the West is a monster, man. It is a monster. That's <laughs> why it's. Um, I had Lakers out, like well, in the play, and yeah. well, we still do, but yeah, yeah. So who's your sleeper on this squad? Uh, I don't really have this – is, this is another tough one because I think like, they're really deep in their starters. I don't like really much of their bench yeah. or guys coming off the six, like six man. I don't see anybody that really stands out. But I guess I guess it's Kyle Anderson and maybe somebody that could um, stat stuff, and he will start. Like yeah. I think in his, his days in Memphis – was always off the bench, right? Like he was always. Or San I think Antonio he used to start always, too. I think he should start in Memphis too. Actually, I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Like he, he was spot start with injuries and whatnot. Yeah, I no, think I, I, think, I was, believe he did start. He, be, he, be, yeah, he was a starter. Start. He started yeah. the games last year. Yeah, I, I gotta so. double check that. Check it. Check it. I, I believe he did. Okay, I can't remember. I don't. I don't want to like say he was there a hundred percent of the time, but I believe he started more than he came off the bench. That's for sure. I would have to look to see who Memphis. Anyhow, but like either or. I think he's like somebody that could potentially um, put up some numbers with, with like 40 minutes and whatnot, or not 40, 30 plus minutes. 
and stat stuff a little bit yeah. across the board for you. A little quiet, like a, like a quiet stat stuff. For you. you don't think he does it, and then you look at the stats sometimes. You're like, yo, he had eight, seven, and nine. What the hell? And then you go check it. Yeah. You go check the uh, <laughs> the waiver wire. Yeah, already yeah. gone. You're like, damn it. You know, he does everything good. Yeah. He does everything good. Yo, I'm looking at Memphis's lineup. It's Mora, Ja, Bane, Dylan Brooks. The small forward, oh, and then okay. power yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But power forward was Jaron Jackson and yeah. center Stephen Adams. He didn't start, man. Trust me. No, no, he did he because start. Brooks missed a lot of time last year. So that's yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're so right. he did. They had a lot of injuries. They had yeah. a lot of injuries. All right, so number five, we got the Phoenix Suns. What the hell's going on over there in Phoenix? <laughs> poor management. That's all. That's all I can say. Just poor management. Poor management from top to bottom. Just poor management. I can well, go on about it if you want me to, but like that—that's what it is. That's what's going on. Anytime when there's issue of communication, I think it's no. poor management. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. I agree. It's not—it's it's the management not um, giving the expectations to the coaching squad, to the players, and clear communication of what is expected of them. Um, continue dialogues. Management. That's always management, right? So. I don't know. Um, it, you can obviously see uh, DeAndre doesn't want to be there, right? That, that's, <laughs> that's that is not it. That's an understatement oh my in God. itself, right? And he's not caring. Like he literally doesn't. He wants you to know he doesn't want to be there. That's what gets me, man. Like honestly, there's a bit of professionalism that I I hold you know value to. Like if I don't want to be here, it, like I'm not going to sabotage. Like that's just me personally. I know people do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, that's just me. Like I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be upset behind closed doors. I'm gonna say what I want to say, and I'll tell them I want to be out. But I'm gonna play, right? Because it, it gives off a certain image to other people, like what kind of person you are. Um, and it's not a good look on his part. Like I fully get where he's coming from, right? Like he wanted a contract. He felt like um, that he wasn't deserving. Like sorry, the, he felt like management didn't think he was deserving, and he earned it. And all that, so I can see why he'd be, you know, sensitive in that area. That being said, they matched. You got your money. Why still be this petty publicly? It, it shows a lot. What kind of it shows to me what kind of person he is. And I don't know. I would want to build a franchise around him. Like I don't like. I'm being honest with you. Like if I'm another team, like do I want? Like it depends on what that trade proposal is. Like yeah. I'm not giving up that Gobert type round picks for the, a guy. With this kind of personality, he's not a leader. There's no way he can ever become a leader. There's no way. Like Vince Carter did this shit. There's no way he's a leader. There's, there's no way he can ever be a leader. There's no way. So, do you want to give a guy max who carry on, carry that carries on like this? But no. I'm, but I mean, number one, I mean, I think he held himself pretty. I think he held himself with it when pretty huh? high regard. No, no, last year when he didn't get his extension. Oh. Right when he when he get his extension, it allows him to test the waters and be a restricted free agent. Like I think for the most part, he kept himself cool. I don't know what happened in that listen, Dallas series. Listen, he got benched in that playoff game. Yeah, the Dallas. Game. Yeah, the game seven. I don't know what this happened. guy yeah. was angry. Like honestly, like I'm not saying I don't know what was the rationale, the reasoning behind the benching, but the point is, you don't carry yourself. You don't carry yourself like that. I don't care how angry you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, but it, it stems from that as well, right? It's not just the contract. He doesn't like Monty Williams. Probably thought, thinks Monty told the upper management that he doesn't deserve a contract. I don't know. He has a personal beef with Monty. Uh, Monty that hasn't spoken to him all summer. 
that's fucked up by him. Because remember what I said, it's management. Yeah. At the end of the day, these players are going to be, um, what's the word, prima donnas or whatever you want to call the word. Like, you got to manage these, these these personalities. You have to manage them. You literally, that's what I do as a work. I got to manage personalities. Every, every employee has a different personality that I have to motivate in a different way. And I blame Monty here. Like, if you know the guy has beef with you, yeah, I'm not Fix saying it. you may not have to reach out to him in the summer, maybe. Like, okay, but before the training camp starts, let's clear the air. Let's talk. Yeah. The fact that, like, yeah, he the fact up. that they weren't they weren't talking, I'm like, like, like even at training camp, they still weren't. I think they said they finally kind of fixed it a little bit, or at least they could at least talk, at least make it on the surface level. They could at least talk now, but I'm like, I thought I thought he dropped the ball on that too. I'm like, how do you yeah. not? How do you come into the season? And the guy's still that unhappy. You know what I mean? Like, right? nope. Like, did anybody talk to this guy during the summer? Was he ignoring he everybody's nope. phone calls? Like, he said no. He said no. And then Monty admitted. He goes, I don't talk. I didn't talk to him. I don't. I didn't. Because I didn't talk to Chris Paul. I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. But you I, didn't I, have I, issues with these other guys. Yeah. You I thought that saying? was weird. As a boss, you always have these difficult conversations. When somebody's not playing well, you got to say, listen, you ain't playing well. You're going to be benched. You gotta, it's a lot of difficult conversations. This is another one of those things that is part of your job. And, and and on top of that too, like, you know, the Sarver situation to me is is messed up. But like, it it, it you know just to go from in terms of like you know messing things up from the managerial perspective or the owner perspective, being that it starts at the top. But it, it kind of shows you how sometimes failing up when you're a high multi millionaire, like how how you can fail up and be successful and doing it right, like mm-hmm. <laughs> because he owns. The Bank of America, Grossmount Banks, which I think it was the largest San Diego community bank. He's been known for years in terms of like that's what he does on the side, like his real business. But he's been known to be as one of the worst and cheapest owners since he acquired the team in 2005. He, he bought the team at the time for I think of the record was like 400 million or 401 million dollars. He has a chance now to cash out and be not just finally a billionaire, but he might cash out at about. I would say close to ten times the amount of the team's worth from what you're hearing on on the on the street, like that, yeah. that that team by the time they sell they might it might sell for four billion just based on the culture the community where they where they're located the team that they got like they they might they might he might cash out like ten times the amount of his of his of, of what he got for the value like it's that shit is crazy so what, so what, like, fail, failing up like, failing, failing up is amazing but i'm saying like yeah. but i'm saying like it's, it's he's been kind of dysfunctional the whole time so the fact that like the team was running in spite of that the last couple of years was actually kind of surprising and then now it's like i'm not saying that, you know what what williams did is a reflection of what sarver did by no means but i'm like it's just crazy how that works where it's like it's just coincidence it just seems like how that's gotcha. happening on top of the situation happening with him and him and um and Aiton, the situation that's happening with Jay Crowder. Crowder wants out because he's not, because he's you know he's he's mad at the fact that he, he can't start. You know what I mean? Like so he yeah. wants he wants to be traded. You know what I mean? They're, they haven't addressed the whole flame out situation with Dallas. Like it's kind of like a shit show, but they're really talented. So like it may, they may still be all right. Yeah, like it's the whole Chris Paul effect to factor in, right? Like wherever he goes, there's teams tend to do better like if he's a leader you know he may not be the most liked player in the league or most liked teammate but you can you can't say he doesn't lead or tries to lead and huddle so my point is that when you got chris paul and booker who's so talented yeah they can offset all those off the court management type of uh issues and and they've and they've proven that 
in their careers. Like at least see Chris Paul has. He goes to like New Orleans or wherever, wherever. I mean, yeah. he does, I mean, OKC, and they they the playoff bound. So I think that answers how like, they do it. It is still surprising he's still able to do it through all this mess. And and like Aiton being so sensitive and acting childish and management and server, but it's the talent that's carrying them. How far will it carry them this year? That's the question. I don't know. With right? C- with so, C- with CP3 though, uh, historically, when you look at everywhere everywhere he's been, more so mm-hmm. with the, with the Clippers, the Rockets, and now this team. I won't mention OKC, but like especially for those th- three franchises in particular. If you realize, he's got about a three-year window. Like, I think he's one of those Lowry types where it's like the personality sometimes starts to wear on you after a while, especially yeah, when you're not yeah. winning. And, he, he, like, after about three years, he started having issues with, with his teammates. Yeah. With, and then the same thing with same thing with the Rockets. He's at year three right now with Phoenix. So I'm not saying it's going to happen here, but, like, historically, you got about a good three years with CP3 before he starts wearing on his teammates when they don't win. Yeah, and we're in three, yeah, we're yeah. year three right now with all this turmoil happening. So <laughs> let's, I want to see how much he's changed. You know what I mean? And how so much they got to close. Himself. They got to close it out this year. Is what you're saying? I do, or or else, and then plus on top of that with his age, like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how he's still able to play at this level, to be honest, because he's yeah. still he's still able to to uh, to do what he's able to do. But he, you know but, he, but, like, he, but he flamed out during the playoffs too, though. Like he you know did, what I mean? he so, did, he did, he did, he did. I don't know, but like he, there was some rumor that he had a thumb injury or something. I don't know. He always had know. some banged up injury that he placed. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Who, who's your sleeper? Uh, you know, again, I don't like this bench as well. But whoever plays for Drake, Jay Crowder, that was a Cameron Johnson. I think he might be starting. A, yeah. Um, so whoever plays in that spot, I, I think is gonna. Yeah, which will um, be, be Cam put up some numbers. Like you know, again, if you have a late pick and or try to fill out that last spot on your roster, he may do the. He's a, he's one of the best threes three point shooters in the league. Yeah. So that alone, if you're looking for threes, he's your man, right? So and Cameron Johnson. Yeah, I still. You know what? The underrated thing too is this Crowder situation. I don't understand what's like. So I'm confused by the trade request and the team trying to honor. I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah, I think there's something more going on than we. It than has we to know. be. It has to be. I'm so confused by it. Because a guy like Crowder can't demand to me I know. starting, <laughs> right? Like, I'm a starter and I want to be traded. No. I just think that there's something going on that he is not obviously not happy about and he wants out. Uh, number four, we got the Memphis Grizzlies. We know about the mentality. We know about their spirit. We know how entertaining they are, even in the preseason. And last year, they broke out as one of the great stories of the season. You, are, are they ready to skip the process of losing before they win? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, man. Okay. They're, they're. Um, I think they're going to build off what they were able to achieve last year. I think um, they are building that winning culture. They are putting higher expectations on themselves. And when you, when all those elements come into play, um, going into a season, I think for the most part, a team generally generally tends to do well. Yeah. And I think they have a great leader in Ja. Um, I, I like he's somebody that you know I've been shitting on like, point guards that are athletic and who score first, and but he's a point guard that I actually believe who is intelligent, who sees the floor. He's like the whole package. Like he's your, he's that point guard that can do it all: score, distribute, create, see the floor, court awareness. And I think with just him alone, um, like he looks good in preseason again. Like you know, so 
I think they're going to go far. I think, uh, not far, well, they're going to make the playoffs for sure. Um, and I think that they have something that they can look forward to down the future as one of those teams that will always contend if he remains healthy um, and stays on Memphis. Yeah, I think that's that's the biggest thing with him too, right, is, is the health. But like, yeah. and, and I feel like they're, they're going to take more losing before they win. And I love that. I love Memphis. I love them. Right. Ooh, okay. Last year, I was I was like on their bandwagon on like <laughs> on top of the bandwagon on top of the roof, like like it was a soca party. Like I was I was all over this bandwagon. <laughs> but with them, like I, like I feel that's more to do with their health than it does playoff experience. Yeah. I think I think they just they just skipped the process of like uh, of all that stuff. Like you know, usually teams are like you know it's just youth, right? Like but like it, I don't know, like because look, JJ's out again. Like Jaron Jackson Jr. is out yet again until but at least he's always January. Out. He's I know, always out. So and they still like okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, he's always out. He can't be relied upon at this point. No, and 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 then even Ja, he's never played more than sixty-seven games in a year. And but remember that record they went on. They went on like a tw- <laughs> they, they didn't lose. I know. They didn't lose. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I'm trying. I was going to get at before I you know let you finish your point is that. They have this culture where some everybody just fills into a, a role and steps up. It's crazy, like um, how they are able to do it. Like I don't know how, man. Remember, he was afraid to come back, job because he said that he was afraid that they're going to start losing because they were winning so much. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, they have a great bench. Clark, Brandon Clark, can, you know, he he was coming off the bench. He might be, he could start, or you know what I'm saying? Like they have a great bench. Like they don't have superstars, right? But they have like players that know how to play and know how to fill a, a role. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it, I hear you, though, but it's health. Right? They definitely need to be healthy. But at this point, this is this is who they are, too. Like, Jaron Jackson Jr., that's who he is, man. Like, this guy, I like him. I like his potential. I like him a lot. But, yeah, he, he right? just can't um, stay healthy. I thought he'd, yeah, yeah, I thought he'd be a little bit more of an elite all-star by by this point mm-hmm. but he's still like you know he's still someone you can build around and take you to the next to the next round like through, through the playoffs so but he just can't stay healthy man he, he's he at, can't, and he can't be relied upon he's at the point where you know they say after about year five or year six you're you're pretty much you are who you are going to be most players mm-hmm. they are who yeah. they are by year five year six he's right now he's entering year five so yeah. unless something changes health wise which is not because you know, he's out four to six months. He'll be back December or January. You know, this yeah. to your point, like, I think he might be who he is. But I I don't want to count them in as, as a surefire championship contender just yet because, to your point, last year the team went 20-5 and five without John the lineup, which is such a weird stat for such a yeah, great player. For them to go 20-5 and five is weird. It, you know what I mean? Like, it's great for their for – their, for the foundation of, of their bench and everything, but it's still weird that they went like they did that well without him. And then I don't know. I don't think they have the same kind of roster to do that again, though, if that was to happen this time. Uh, you know what I mean, well, I don't know. Like, who do they lose? Other well, than Kyle lo- Anderson, like losing Kyle Anderson, I thought was, was, I mean, again, system, I agree. System guy. Yeah, I agree. I, I've been, I've, I've, I think losing Melton was huge. Okay. Like yeah, in, no, in terms of that. in terms of coming off the bench, I think I think he's one of the best backup point guards in the league, and and mm-hmm. and especially when Ja left, like he just slipped right in and was like he I balled, agree. he balled, and, and and I don't think they necessarily replaced that. Now they're going to be getting back. Hopefully, you know Brooks is healthy the whole the whole time, but 
I think they they lose a little something there from that point guard position. Uh, uh, Tyus Jones pro- Tyus Jones probably equally one of the best uh, backup point guards in the league, but Melton was something else for that team. Every time, um, even when Ja was there, but like especially when Ja wasn't there, like he's the one that balled out more than anybody mm-hmm. else. You know what I mean? Like as much as anybody else, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's yeah, why I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if they go 20 and five that kind of record this this year if that happens again. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. They don't. They won't. They yeah. Won't. There's no. I'm I betting that was money just weird. that they won't. Yeah. It was weird, but um, I still think they have the the depth still, even without with still losing Elton. Yeah. I still think they have a system, a culture. Um, they've been there, done that without Ja. Been there, done that, making the playoffs. I think um, they're in a good situation to be successful. Uh, another much must watch team. Another one. Another one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, I, agree. And, I don't mind. And it's weird because last year I felt like they had like kryptonite chips for for Golden State because I thought when they met Golden State, especially in the playoffs, like if you watched them throughout the year, that was like a great. I thought I felt like they had Golden State's number yeah. to be honest with you. And then and then Ja got hurt, so that that messed yeah. it up. But like but like at the same time, they could have also lost in the first round to the Timberwolves had they played smarter. You yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So, like, that could be a matchups thing too, but like, it shows they still have at least a little bit of learning to do. Even though I think, they yeah, yeah, exactly. Process, I was going to make that you know point. I mean? Yeah, and that's why I feel that they're going to be better this year. Yeah, I think. Um, I think, like, honestly, I think Bain had a terrible, if I remember correctly, playoffs, especially mm-hmm. with Golden State. You know, uh, I think he could be better. So he is better. Like he is a like a uh, he's proven that to be yeah. like a player that you can rely upon in a regular season, but he just wasn't there in the playoffs. So, you know, it all depends on what, who shows up. Playoff time is a, is a, playoffs is a whole new season, right? So pressure and whatnot. So I think you, you can only get better through experience in playoffs or yeah, get better through experience. Yeah. There's no, there's no other way to be honest with you. Before we move to the sleeper, how does John do it at that size, man? Like, yo, I, I, I watched him. <laughs> I watched him do a uh, play a preseason game. Um, it was against um, Orlando, and what he was doing to 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 Cole Anthony, like another mm-hmm. NBA player. I mean, Cole Anthony is no slouch as an athlete, but what he was doing to to him on a regular basis, even against Detroit too. I don't know if you, you saw the I know you saw the highlights the other night. He had about yeah, five or yeah, six dunks in that preseason game. He had about five or six dunks, and I'm like, and some of the dunks he gets, like June, he's dunking like a big man. Yeah, like man. I don't. Yeah, and he's not that thick. Like I don't. I I wonder if he like how he's gonna sustain it full time. But I just, man, I, I mm. it's it's crazy to watch. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, like, physically, I don't yeah. get it. He's a special player. That's why. Like when you don't get it, it's because he's special. Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. What he's able to do. No. What he's able to do. And he's special, man. Like his athleticism, his speed. Well, well that's part of the athleticism, yeah. but. Because it is an ability to see the court too, right? Yeah. At that at that at that speed, a lot of the guys that go that fast, they're too fast for their own selves, <laughs> right? Let alone for to make guys better, right? So he's able to do it. So, and he seems like a well likable guy on top. Oh of that, no, they they know? love him. They love him. You right? you look at and, that team on the bench, like they are there. They love Ja on that team, right? And his personality, right? It's his personality. That's why they like him, and that's what makes a good leader as well. If you're well liked, respected. No, you don't have to be rah rah like a Draymond getting into people's ears and telling them what to do. But if you lead by example, eighty-two games in the season, often on the court, you get a different kind of respect. And I think um, that's where he's at, right? Because he 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 balls out. He yeah. puts on. He and puts in. 
All of his effort on the floor. And, and he stays with an edge. Like, I, I love him. I love, yeah, I, I love yeah, him. yeah. He's ready. He's ready. He's, yeah. you know, battle ready. Battle tested and ready. Like, he'll, he'll talk, talk, and, and it, you know, he's confident. And that's why he's so good as well, right? Yeah. He, he, he goes in there expecting to. Like I said, the, the, dunk on somebody. the the preseason games, man, like, I'm just like, yo, like, this guy looks like in midseason form right now. Like, the confidence, I mean, like, yeah. right now. I mean, yo, yeah, agreed. agreed. No, it's, it's it's wild. And, like, and, and again, like, at that size to be dunking through guys, like, through big men, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Number three, we got. Hold on. Hold oh, on. oh, sorry, I, sleeper. I, Sli- I did it again. Sleeper. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. No, I like Clark. It doesn't, it's not really much to talk about. I just like him filling in, doing the little things. He's not a scorer. He'll block shots. He, he can't he can't stretch. He can't get that three or anything like that, but he'll get you um, two blocks or oh, one to two blocks. He'll get you some rebounds and he'll put, get some putbacks and whatnot. So that's a sleeper. What, just as long as Jaron Jackson is out, man. I yeah. know they have him coming <laughs> off the bench, Clark, yeah. but I, I see him playing more minutes. Number three, we got the Los Angeles Clippers. If 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 Kawhi and Paul George don't make it to the finals this season with this team, w- w- would you consider their window to be closed? No. Okay. Because it's Kawhi. It's Kawhi. It's not closed. Uh, it, no. No way. Why would no? Paul George is still like those guys are still in their prime. Uh, it, it, it likely show that they um, are not good enough, right? But they can add pieces and and make you know. Fill, fill whatever holes that that needs to be filled to get it to the next level. So I would never say the windows closed when you have Kawhi and Paul George um, on the same team. Uh, I do expect them to go far though this year. I do expect them to even reach the the, the finals. But you know, this the West, the Western Conference seven game series. I, like shoot, man, health, anything could happen. Well, the reason why I pose that question is not because of their talent, obviously, right? I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a Kawhi guy, you know that. But the West has gotten better and younger, you know, and they're two, they're the two best players on the roster, obviously, but they are getting a little older. And this is now mm-hmm. year four. And as much as Kawhi's my guy, like as as I just mentioned, like he can't, you can't load management, you, you can't afford to load management the same way anymore. Like they can't afford to sack. Like they're at a position where they, they can't afford to sacrifice proper seeding to win, and and I'm saying this just because they haven't won as a team yet. So I I think for like teams out west, like they can't afford to drop to the fourth seed. And ah, well, we don't need the the home court advantage. Like they, the, the West is so strong right now. Like they gotta to me get to like one of the top two or three seeds, for sure. But let's be honest though, they haven't really had a chance to play together. Right, for that an too. entire season or yeah. playoffs, right? So other than the it, first it, season, yeah, right. So like they didn't really have the chance to gel. Like this regular season is going to be really important for them to for Kawhi and Paul and like to to see how they find each other on the court, know each other's tendencies and whatnot, and then you you know and for the role players to know their role, like Norman Powell and whatever um, John Wall, right? Yeah. So th- this Stacked season is going to be important. Man. It's going to be important to. To, to find out who they are and how and how they're going to play, and they haven't had a chance to do that. So, like, if, if this if they don't make it this year, like to the win it all or finals, I, I I still think that you know this year would be a great opportunity for them to to build on something for next year. So it's just a matter of health, to be honest. Like, is Kawhi going to play a whole whole season? 
Like, you know, like load management is going to be expected, but is he going to stay healthy, though? Yeah, but how much do you right? load management, though? Like, that's the thing. Like, is this it like guy a has a, of games? a history of bad knees, man. Bad, from San Antonio to Toronto, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, I, I, I think it was a quad that history, issue before, and now it's a knee injury. Now it's, now it's but a knee. You, but, like, but the knee, because, yeah, it was like a, a tore ACL, right? But, like, the quad muscle goes into over the knee. Yeah, kind of thing. Like it goes over the patella, like, it goes over the, it goes into the um, tibia. Like so, the the muscles cross. So basically, it's like a leg injury. Like it's like a knee. Like it's yeah. like always. He's always has injuries around that knee leg area. Mm. So like yeah, I know it was a quad area before, right? It was a quad. Now it's a knee. It's like shit, man. Like I I, I like I'm I'm gonna be cautious with him because he's so good. I did know. you see he's the size machine. of his leg? Like did I, you see I, how I was looks? just about to say, it looks, it looks like a rhinoceros. Yo, you can see that they focus on building his leg muscles, right? You can see that. It's obvious. And it's because there's something going on in his knee. And they want to focus on building the strength of his muscles in his knee. And he did it. I give him respect. I give yeah. anybody that takes care of their bodies in the off season. Uh, it shows to me that they care about yeah. winning and care about um, their health and whatnot, right? So I think they, there were some issues going on with his legs. It's obviously, we all know that. There's no, there's no question. But his quads, oh, my God. They, he, like, they, he took it He took it to heart, and he really took care of himself. So I like it. So we'll see. And, and which he already does anyway, which is that's the crazy mm -hmm, part. Like most mm -hmm, people, most people mm -hmm. that, that have met him or, or at least seen him, like especially when he was here with the Raptors, university, they all say the same thing. He's bigger than you think in person. Like when you see yeah. when you see his games, he's he's thicker than you think in person. You know what I mean? So yeah, the man. fact that like his that his like I said, his legs look his lower like, half though now, his quads now look bigger humongous, than humongous, I know. What, man. Like man, livestock. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy how how developed they are and um how somebody can can like develop that lower half. Like it's yeah, it's it's crazy. But um yeah. we'll see if it um transcends to him being healthier throughout the regular season and not re-injuring whatever that has, like whatever's ailing him always in his legs or knees. Yeah, no, for sure. One of my four best, four favorite players, man. So, again, it's the, the, like, as long as I can stay up late, Clippers are going to be on yeah. my, my to-do list so pretty much almost every time they play. Um, and, and then the thing I want to mention before we get to the sleeper section of it is is um, the dirty secret with this team, though, too, is Dallas and Denver has kind of been this team's kryptonite. Like, mm. I, you know, I mentioned before with Luka, what he did to them, kind of making a yeah. fool out of everybody on that roster. But, like, even though Denver beat them in the bubble, they had a, they have a ton of issues with Denver outside of it, too. Mm. Like, they and, yeah. and I think they got a stack roster, but where we have them positioned if they end up this way, I don't know if they want to meet Denver in the playoffs, too. I think they yeah, got, they got issues with man. Joker. They got yeah, big issues was, with the Joker, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, no, no, I, it's all about matchups, too, right? When, when you're so... Like when 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 the Western Conference is so stacked, it sometimes just comes down to the matchups now, right? Some yeah. teams may be better off matching with another team and vice versa, whatever, whatever, right? But so it just comes down to matchups and who where your star player is um, positioned at, and it might be a weak hole for on your team when you're matching up. So you know nobody it's pretty hard to match up with Joker, right? So <laughs> right, and and the Clippers don't really have many; they don't have many bigs. Really, let's be real, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is going to make Joker work on the defensive end, or or um, nobody could stop him, but even slow him down. Zubak, I like Zubak, but he's not that guy. Yeah. Um. So, so uh, who's a sleeper? Who's a sleeper on this squad? 
I mean, they, uh, this, 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 this roster's stacked, though, so you better have one. Well, you know, um, I, I, I like, like, well, this stack. So there's many guys that could be it. So it could be Powell or whatnot. But like, I like, I like John Wall as a potential somebody that could potentially be the sixth man. Potentially, well, I think Powell is the sixth man. But I think he's somebody that potentially could, might be a number one point guard for the team after yeah. like quarter way through. I wouldn't be surprised if he he plays like thirty minutes at some point. Um, yeah, he looks good. You know, he still he looks good. Like I think his game is slowed down a bit, which he needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I think um, if he can find his role, I think he can excel in it and, and put up some assists, uh, getting some points, um, some steals. He'll still give you those damn turnovers and bad free throw percentage. But I think he's probably somebody that you can you you, you can draft and maybe sit on and think potentially him taking over um, from Reggie Jackson. And, and I do like Norman Powell, and, uh, and I like other players too, but yeah. like those guys don't really stat stuff. It's like Powell, like he's just a scorer. He Norman doesn't score a defender. assist. He yeah. doesn't rebound. He doesn't do anything else but score. So I, I like him, but yeah. Unless you're in like a 14-cat league where you is volume, like field goals made and free throws. Yeah. Uh, free, free throws made and not just percentage. I, I, I will I will go with um, John Wall. I, I think in fantasy and real life, I think Wall's got value. Because I think, like, yeah. I, I thought that was one of the, one of the, that was an underrated pickup for them, too. Because, I mean, if he doesn't work out, I mean, he doesn't, he barely costs anything to the team at this point. Let yeah. him go. But if, but if he does something, you're getting a starting point guard essentially value at, like, that could be either coming off the bench and you're paying him, like, $5 million. You know, yeah. like, it's, it's, it's great value. It's great value. And, and, he, and he's at a different stage of his career now, I think, where he, is more mature, um, understand how the league works, mm-hmm. understand the importance of roles. And it's not his you know, team. He's on a new yeah. team. It's not his team, right? It's not his team, right? So he just got to find his way. I think um, he could bring something to the team, some leadership. Or Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't believe I said that, leadership in John Wall, but yeah, I think he could. <laughs> like, I think he's – I read that Player Tribune article he wrote. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. In terms of his um, mother, you know, a lot of people lose a lot of people in his life. And yeah. Let's be real. Himself. He was immature as hell. Like, yeah. you know, on the court, off the court, and it just seemed like from reading it, like he understands um, what he needs to to do to be a better man. Period. Yeah. So I I, I just like reading that kind of stuff and you know translate. Uh, I, translate. Yeah. Exactly. That's the way I'm looking. Yeah. I think so. So we'll see. Uh, number two, we got the Denver Nuggets. After Denver made it to the conference finals in the bubble, is it is it time for the Nuggets to start cashing in on this potential? Yeah, man, one hundred percent. And I think um, they, sh- like you know, they still did well last year without Murray. I know, and, and without and Porter. Porter Jr. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't think people value how good of a player Murray is in terms of know. We- of what he can do, like role playing, assists, and making guys better and. Um, drawing on um, like creating and and taking off pressure off Joker. Like I, I don't think people realize how, how good he was. Um, I, I think people realize he was a great great player, but like like because but I'm saying that because they did still kind of do well last year, mm-hmm. like Denver. So they might be like, ah, eh, maybe they don't need Jamal kind of thing, kind of thing, or to that point. But I think yeah. he's gonna take him to another level. So and then Porter, he's he's healthy too. Now is he gonna stay healthy? I don't think so. Mm. I do not think so. History tells us he won't, right? So, but um, not uh, not one, not two, but three back surgeries. Since, since, come since. on, let's be real. Yeah, exactly. 
Let's mm. be really real here. Like all it takes is one contusion or one twist and fall, jumping, yep. and yeah, vertebrae burst or sack something. Like it's just, it's just basketball is not the sport for this injury. No. <laughs> for a bad back, actually, bad back isn't good for any anything in life. No. Period. But especially right? as but, a six um, ten, like a taller player too, like yeah. it's not good. So he's gonna have to stay outside and just chuck threes nonstop and. <laughs> Right? Like, you don't want to go bag it down low. Like, his game is pretty much a three point shooter, anyhow. Nowadays. Yeah. But, but he's a slasher, he's too. Yeah, he can slash, too, though. Yeah, he can slash. He could, but, like, like, I thought that's what he he was. I didn't. That's what he was known for, more so, like, in down low, playing big and whatnot. But he's more of a, like, small forward, outside player type now. But, yeah, he can put the ball on the floor, but I'm going to say he's a slasher, slasher, dribble drive type, type of player. But,. He's going to bring another element that they missed last year, right? Because yeah. let's be let's face it, I don't think Aaron Gordon is somebody that is going to take you to the to the finals. I mean, he's he's not consistent enough. He doesn't play big, you know. He's just athletic in my eyes. But um, I think Porter's back. Team is is if they can stay healthy. Jamal looks healthy. They yep. they they sat him for the entire year. So yeah, he hasn't played in a year and a half. I think he's he's ready. Joker. Yep. Right, so we'll see how it goes, man. Now, now with um with with Aaron Gordon, I'll just disagree in the sense where I, I think he has improved <laughs> as a player. He has improved as a player, but again, he's like the fourth option, maybe fifth. So I think in that role, he's fine. Okay, yeah, let let's be okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I can't argue that yeah. fourth, fifth option. Most players are going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> win that in that role, but yeah. he ain't a two. He ain't a three. Like third, second, or third option. Never that. And he's proven that because he's inconsistent. Yeah, yeah for sure. And he doesn't that shoot a high field goal percentage. So, you know, uh, makes, doesn't make the right decisions and not really a shot blocker, not really a rebound. Like, he's just just an athlete that can, can hoop, I think. Um, so, but, yeah, I think being in this in this role, um, he, I, I don't think he's going to excel. I just think he's going to make the team better, um, obviously, because he's talented, but he's not going to. His career numbers are not going to improve in any other way. Yeah, yeah, no, no I, don't, I don't believe so. Now, now, again, between between Aaron Gordon, between Jamal, between M- MPJ, like, I don't know how this is not Randall's favorite team. I just, I gotta say, there's so many prominent <laughs> light skinned guys on this on the squad right now, man. Like, how is not? All, I never thought about this until right now. How is not all in on this? It's crazy. Yeah, this is this is like yeah, Golden State doesn't have anything on these guys until no. the team light skin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, like, yeah, we we got to see how how everything happens because I think obviously the the biggest thing with this team is health. Yeah, like Murray as well because you know, as you know, with knee injuries, like he's gonna have them soft tissue injuries at some point this mm-hmm. year. So he's gonna miss, especially after not playing for a year and a half. But I I, I think this position that this team's in the right position right now. They can't wait for another year to try to get it right. They they got to get some real skin out of this right now. You know yeah, hopefully, I mean? yeah. I think, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Joker can't carry it, can't carry them forever. He's not going to be playing at this elite level for long, much more at his age, size, sorry, not age. Yeah, I was going to say, he's still pretty young himself. Right. Yeah, but, you know, you know, these seven-footers, we never know how long they can hold up. But, um, yeah, I think they, you know, this year and next year, they got to put it together because they have, they have the team to do it. I think the biggest thing with him too, my God, he's only twenty seven. The, the biggest thing too is is I think defensively, like what are we gonna get for them in terms of consistency, defense, defensive. That's the, that's yeah. the biggest what's gonna take him to the next level. 
Like, and some yeah. of the moves they made with getting KCP last summer, uh, getting Bruce Brown. You know, they got some good vets. Like, could you could you get Porter to play some D? Like, that's the biggest thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but they're they're right there though, man. Like, it's man. Yeah. Like, that, honestly, like I'm trying to go see them play the Raptors this year. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm trying to go out of my way to go watch them play because I think people are sleeping on like Murray and stuff, and they shouldn't be. To your point, yeah. like they should not. They match up well with many teams too, right? Oh so my God! They got yeah. a big, they got a big, uh, not a backcourt, but they got Jamal, the PG to match up with somebody. Um, Porter's healthy to match up with small forwards, like maybe not defensively, yeah. but can make them work on the other end. And so they match up in pretty much in every area, which yeah. is kind of which is very rare. You can and, you can see. And, so, and then the and then the wild card is a joker, right? Two time MVP, back to back MVP. Oh, yeah, who's, well, he, he, well, he he ain't a wild card. You know, I, what I know he's he's, <laughs> he's not a wild card. You're right, but I'm just saying, like at center, like nobody has that at center. Yes, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And he can cover big, like and like ADs or whoever, right? Yeah. Like yeah. even outside, he can cover. So you know, they have an advantage of being able to match up with anybody. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into specifics with him because I mean, there's nothing else to say about the Joker. Like there's, there's nothing no, else no, to no, say. No. Um, no. Who, who, who's your who's your sleeper? Yeah, this is kind of hard, too, because I don't really like their bench, really, per se, to mm. pick somebody that would come off the bench that can surprise you. But I like Bones Highland, but, like, um, yeah, I like his I potential like him, like and his him. growth. Like, and like, in a keeper-type league, I like somebody that could be a potential player down the line that can maybe be a six-man or a six shooting guard. Can't be a point guard with Jamal there, but or maybe a Jamal can move to set two guard. But I like Bones Highland as the type of guy that could potentially put up some numbers for you, be there for you if Jamal goes down. They're expecting a lot more out of him too to 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 continue to be like that point guard type of leader type role. So, you know, he's young. So I think he can step up and play in time spots where Jamal's gonna have those um uh, what do you call it, rest management days or whatever. You call yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so he might be he might be. But other than that, there's not really many sleepers on this team that stand out to me. You know, other than Porter coming back and all that, but that's a given. So Bones Highland. All right, the creme de la creme. The, the returning champs, the Golden State Warriors, they're the defending champions, as we know. They're in a very unique situation because their core is older now, but their window's also extended because all the young guys that they got on their team between Wiseman, man. Poole, who, yeah, who, who basically re-upped for four years, $140 million as as we're doing this podcast, Kaminga, mm -hmm. Moody, and those are the ones I'm just highlighting. You know what man. I mean? And, and with that said... Does that Draymond punch in that video league change the direction on their way to winning it all? Mm, no, because they're just that talented. And they have one of the best players in the world in terms of Steph. Any other squad, I could say potentially yes. But not this squad. Man. Not with Steph Curry on the team. Man. This guy can perform. He performs not only regular season, but playoffs. This guy's like a playoff performer. So... I think they are well situated for the current and for the future. It's it's unbelievable how like, every time when I hear these these dollars being shelled out, I'm like, yo, where's all this money coming from? Like, <laughs> I don't know the salary cap. I'm not a capologist, but I gotta look at it. But I'm like, yo, Clay has max. Uh, didn't we hear Wiggins get possibly yep. re up too? Yeah, no, he, possibly he did. Four, he four did, years, right? I didn't see million. I wasn't sure if it was a rumor or whatever. Yeah. But, but Wiggins. Um, you know, like, shoot, who else on this thing? Steph obviously has money. But, yo, where's like, all this like, money like, coming from? Yo, so is it Draymond who's a free agent? I don't, is he a UFA at the end of this year? He's, he has a player option for next year, so he could be a free oh, agent he's, after he's, this he's year. Oh, he, or, no, he may need to capitalize now, too. 
because he, yeah. he he had another like dismal year. Like he wasn't like he's more of a team player, right? Like he like he's more of a um, making everybody um, better, uh, winning type player. Like he's not a, like a guy like I would give max money to personally. Like not um, at this stage. Like some, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he, he you know, Draymond, when you can leave a guy wide open at three. Like 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 yeah, like that tells me you're not a max player kind of thing. But he brings so much more. So I mean, I am not discrediting that because you know I I praise those intangibles. So, but those guys can be found um, without paying max money. To be honest with you. Yeah. So um, I, I like the squad, man. Oh, I love the squad. I love the squad. Like this, we we were saying this even when like last year. I mean, we didn't do any finals episodes because of what happened, you know, this summer. But, um, but like when we were talking basketball, we're a lot of us were saying like, yo, they can come back and repeat just based on the the talent they have, like their youth. Unlike Memphis and you know and and, and like Denver and all these young this, these teams that are coming up. You you basically brought these guys in a situation where they won. They they understand how to win at this age. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's that's only gonna do dividends going forward, especially for the team. There's gonna be nights where like Steph can he's not gonna take it off, but there's gonna be nights where like Poole might get forty in the game and yeah. you know, Wiggins might get thirty five and they're cool. Like like that's the beauty of Steph, right? Mm-hmm. We know Steph's the guy, but if somebody's rolling, like, you know, Clay Clay's gonna have a game where he might drop fifty. You know what I mean? On like six dribbles or something like that, and they're gonna be yeah. cool with it. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many guys on this squad. This might be reckless speculation. <laughs> I, know, I know everybody has been saying the right things in terms of Draymond being like apologetic in his pressers as well. The team not suspending him, but I believe whoever leaked that video definitely wants to mess with Draymond's free agency coming back next year. And I'm not saying the front office leaked it, and I'm not saying they're okay with it, but someone in that organization had enough. For them to like leak that video, and, and if the rumors are true, to leak it for TMZ for ten grand, like that's not was enough. It ten to... grand? I thought it was more than that. No, it was like it was just ten grand. So I'm like, yo, if that's the case, I'm like, yo, that is not enough money to possibly mess with this chemistry. You know, what I mean? if you're talking a hundred grand, half a mil, but I mean, bad enough. But at least they did it. You could say they did it for the money. But ten grand, like, was it a custodian that did it? Like, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, like that's not a lot of money to to possibly mess with the chemistry of this team. Okay? No, I, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. Ten grand. I just looked that up. It's because yeah. I thought a hundred grand. I thought it was no. But. It's ten. That's why I'm like, yo, that's that is not enough money to do that. So yeah, that was the original rumor, 120 grand. That was the original. Okay. Then it was clarified, and said no. People from inside TMZ says no. They're pretty sure it was like ten grand. Like, that's what they normally pay for. So okay. That's, yeah, ten grand. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, no, I don't think that that person that leaked it that wasn't like they're in. Maybe yeah. No, it had to be because it's only ten grand. Yeah, and it's, I mean they sold it to TMZ, so I mean they they had they you know they, obviously there was some sort of incentive there, but like I, I think they're planting the seed in his mind, thinking that maybe this time has run its course. Between Poole getting his money after he punched him in the face, after Wiggins getting his money today, both of them getting their money today. Between. Um, last year, he you know he got benched for certain parts of the finals. I feel like there's a world now that they can they can survive without him now. One hundred percent. And know? then they have the youth to do so. Right. Like Kaminga, Kaminga can be like Kaminga's like six nine and like power four. Like he's not a power four body. Six like seven. Six, 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 nine. six seven. Yeah, six seven. I thought it was six seven. Okay, my bad. Yeah, six seven. I thought it was like the reason why I said that because I know he was subbing in for Draymond during the preseason like yeah, at yeah, power yeah. forward. 
So uh, maybe they just playing small ball. So I take that back. So I just assume he was. But still, oh, he's only six but seven. Still, but okay. Yeah. So well, like I, like, they, he's like. They are so good at small ball that Draymond is expendable. To be honest with you, still yeah. the same way. Yeah, and, right? and, and so and they we, have the talent. We're not even talking Wiseman. You know what I mean? Like adding that that guy back, the the type of talent oh, he's got. Yeah, man. yeah, we're not even talking about Moody. Like Moody's another kid that can like. I mean, so imagine those practices. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a young, you're a rookie or a second year player, and you're going up against Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond. You know, yeah. Draymond, like. You know, like when you're a youngster, like pool, like like these practices are probably like as as important as your 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 development in like in like in NCAA like like coming up. Like this, like, there's nothing that can beat this. It might be even better than playing time for some players. For sure, probably not. Don't get me wrong. But the point is, like they are going at each other every day, man. You know what I'm saying? And then you go into the, you go into a game and you're going up against somebody else. <laughs> I know. You gotta be confident. You gotta be confident enough after going through practice with these guys. It, it's it's funny. Um, uh, Curtis, my uh, big brother Curtis, like he, he the other night I think that one of their preseason games where like the starters didn't play and they handled the 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 Trailblazers. If you, I think they beat him by like thirty, but it was like all their young guys basically that that did it right. And Curtis, mm-hmm. I remember Curtis coming next day and he's like Calvin. He's like Golden State's youth is so good. He's like. Forget Draymond. He's like, I'm even wondering if Clay needs to be on this team. And he's like, he's like, that's yeah. all, he's like, that's all great. Their young, their young guys are right now. We're not even talking like, like, because their young guys go deep. So it's like, so he's like, yo, I, like, I'm even wondering about Clay. Like, not saying like they're gonna get rid of Clay, but he's like, they're just they're that good. Yeah, like, these guys are coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's it's crazy. They're, they drafted well, they really drafted well. well. Yeah. You know, uh, Wiseman was probably they could have. I can't know who else they could have chosen. He was first overall. They, I can't they, remember. What there was, I think it was second overall. So they they could have drafted. Overall. Um, they could have drafted Lamelo. Okay, fair enough. But, but the point is, like, other yeah. than like even Wiseman, I still think he's going to be a great player. Yeah, better than good, right? But um, they 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 have been able to draft Kaminga, Moody, even Poole. So the, their scouting team deserves, you know, a pat on the back for how what they've been able to do. When when we earlier talked about Sacramento, they can't even draft a flick in in twenty year history. They can barely draft like a great player. Golden State did it in three years. Three years. Right? So yeah. literally, right? that's when completely those players came out. Roster. Right? They drafted two in one year. Yeah. Moody and and um, Kaminga one year. I remember when we were looking at Siakam, we were like trying to not we, but like. Siakam was in like in the trade rumors and and it was Golden State. Remember, because Golden State was looking to win it all. They yeah. wanted somebody now. They don't need. And I remember it was Siakam for Wiseman, Kuminga, and I think it was Moody or something like that. And I was like, "Yo, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it." <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, "Yo," but I, but anyhow, bottom line is like these guys they they didn't do it. Golden State didn't do it, and they're gonna let Draymond go now. Yeah, and go through these youth young youngsters. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, and look, and and then they have, um, you know, we're not even talking about Dante DiVincenzo. Like, I think that's, yeah, a, good that's, bench a, that's a great pickup coming off the bench. You're looking at, like, right, like younger guys like Ryan Wall- Rollins, Patrick Baldwin, who they drafted. He's, like, 19 yeah. years old. He's a stud. We're not even talking about, I mean, we're talking about Wiseman. Wiseman's not even going to be starting at least to begin the season because, because of no. Kevon Looney, yeah. who's, who's, who's not that old himself. 
No, he looks no. old, but he's not that old. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 man. This they are they are stacked from top to bottom, and um, yeah, they. I I I don't see them losing. I don't see them. I see them winning at all. Yes, I do too. Right now, I do too. I I see them in Milwaukee playing in the finals. That's me. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, the, you're the same. Yep, one hundred percent. Okay. Okay, that defeats my last question, but uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I do. I don't see anybody coming out of the East other than Milwaukee. Yeah, as long as they're healthy. Right. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, and then and then who's the sleeper? Oh uh, yeah, you know, so many good players, but right. So I do like Wiseman as a sleeper, as potentially taking over the starting five role at some point during during the season. Yeah. Um, you know, the jury's still out on him. Of you know how well he he can be, we didn't see a lot of him, but I think that they're going to give him opportunity to to play. And um, I like Looney too for what he's able to do. He's a, an amazing role player. Yeah, he did what he had to do in the last two three years. Yeah. So and I know that they love him. So don't get me wrong. I don't, it's going to be hard to to get him out from that starting position. But I think if he does what he's supposed to do, like what he's been doing in preseason, I I can't see how they don't give him the starting role by like by Christmas. You talking about Wiseman or Looney? Because Looney's going to start. Wiseman. Oh, Wiseman. Giving Wiseman. it to yeah, yeah, Wiseman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, giving okay. it to him. Giving okay. it to him. Like, after, like, you know, outperforming Looney. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, you can't just give him, you can't give a, a guy that's unproven a starting No, no, I, like I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I saw, I got confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm not, yeah. I know that you're not debating. I'm just saying, like, this is what, this is how a coach should handle it. Let them earn it. You know what I'm saying? And show mm-hmm. sure, it and, and work for it. So, if he if he if he has that mentality, I don't know what kind of mentality he has. So that I gotta see. I'll see when he starts playing. But if he has the mentality that he wants it and he's willing to do anything for it, he's gonna be the starting center. It's no question. Yeah. Last question I'll ask before you before you go. It has nothing to do with the West. It has nothing to do mm-hmm. with everything we talked about. You're a Raptors guy. I'm gonna step yeah, back. Man. For like, like uh, to to close out here to to say what you want to say about the Raptors coming up because I know we we don't you don't talk about the Eastern Conference side but you're 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 the Raptors resident guy and we always do the State yeah. of the Raptors address every halfway through the point every year which we'll do again obviously this year but yeah. but what what do you like about your Raptors going into this season bro I'm not even gonna say uh, that I'm not even gonna rebuttal you you talk mm-hmm. so you know I just like I like how it's our same squad for one thing. And it's our same squad playing again. Like, you know, it was last year's starting five was an unusual lineup, six, nine players and um, Precious coming in to the fold. And, you know, it's, it's more of a feeling out of, of how to play in this type of lineup. Looks so pretty I good, think too, Precious. It, it, right? It does. And, I, like, you know, we have five guys that can handle the ball, too, right? So um, I think going into this year, um, I'm happy about, them having that experience and knowing how guys want their ball, Siakam's healthy, um, and I, I just like our our versatility versus that's going to be like our uniqueness, our advantage over other teams. And I think if we we keep that lineup, um, even against the bigs like the Embiid's, it's going to give other teams trouble in the East. So I, that's what I'm happy about. Um, I see us making the playoffs. Yeah, I, don't, I mean we're not going to go maybe past second round. We might get past first, but. I see us doing well, and I keep, see us keep building on that, and I end it with the same trajectory as um, Scotty Barnes, right? I think that's how good he becomes. It's how good we are going to become. Yeah, you know, I do have fears of him hitting that second year wall, like most rookies do, 
I think he didn't really have a great preseason, right? But I'm not worried at all because the talent is there. Um, my other concern is, you know, the ball handler. We didn't really address that. It would have been good to have, like, a Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench or mm. some type of um, somebody that can create for the backcourt. Like, Fred Van Vliet, he's not, like, I love him, and he's a, he's our leader, like, a bona fide leader. But he's better at the two. Like, he's better off the ball. Like, we need somebody that can um, create. Like, when him and Kyle Lowry were together, that's what, that, honestly, I didn't initially think that would work, but that was the best thing for us. And I, I seen how well that was and how, how it worked, and I, I thought we would try to address that somehow. I like Trent, Trent Jr., but he's not a ball handler, right? So, um, so yeah, I, I, I like our bench. I like the Coloco kid. I like our, um, our draft pick. He's raw, um, but we needed that rawness, height, and whatnot. So I think the future is bright. Um, I, I still think there was a window to trade OG. I think out of all of our guys, OG is the most expendable. Yeah, especially and at most the salary. After, right? His salary is decent. Uh, we can get a lot back in return. I would have traded personally. I would have traded OG. I'm not saying I don't like OG, but like if I had to keep Siakam, I'd rather keep Siakam and create Scotty. I mean, keep Scotty, of course. Yeah. And OG's like, you know, we have three guys, six, seven, six, eight, whatever, six, nine. I think OG's expendable where we could have brought in like a Dennis Mitchell or a Dennis Mitchell. Um, what's his Donovan. name? What's his name again? On Donovan, that went to Don, yeah, yeah, Donovan. I said Dennis Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan, <laughs> like kind of thing, right? So like he's a ball handler, like, somebody can create, shoot. But bottom line is that I think OG is the most expendable, and I still think, you know, mark my words, you can keep this. I think OG would will be traded like in the middle of the year. I think he's going to be traded in far because we need help at point guard, man. We like I like like Flynn is in it. Scotty isn't like he's a point guard, but he's not a true bona fide point guard. He's somebody that can bring up the ball. We still need a, a somebody that can score. And I think OG is going to be packaged. If anybody's going to be traded, it's going to be OG. But I like our chance. I like I like our team. We're making playoffs. For sure. We're not gonna we're gonna get like six seventh, I would guess. So Yeah, I think yeah. I think on the on the rankings we had them seventh. But uh Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's about it's about right for this because the East is tough too. The top of the East Oh is, man, East really is, tough. East is really Bucks, East Cleveland is this year. Boston, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Philly, so I'm probably Milwaukee, some other yep, Cleveland. Philly, right? Those are the top six right there. Like, yep. Raptors are not going to finish those like there. So, I like our, I like us com- com- competing, and I like our future better than some of those other teams, though. For sure. Right? So, For sure. Right? And, so, and, I'm happy. And and one thing I'll add, the Coloco kid, man, I, you know what? We watched a lot of their games, you know, Pac-12 games last year. So, we knew mm-hmm. the potential he had. My God, I... I was not expecting him to run away from um, from Jalen Brown on a fast break. That shocked me when I saw that last night. No, I, I it almost looked like a travel. Last night. Did you see that dunk he took from like the top of the, like? I think he didn't take. He took one dribble at the three point line, maybe one. But um, but he had the block shot. I, I don't know if you saw that transition. He had a block shot around the floor. Mm-hmm. But um, the talent is there, right? Again, it's just being able to seven one um, bottle it in and. and and groom it and and put him around the right veterans yeah. and all that. But I think with again with Fred Van Vliet there, I think he's gonna bring out all those intangibles out of all the rookies. You need those vets, man. You need those type of players there that can that can help groom these guys. So uh, I, I like any rookie coming into a situation like Toronto's with like with the personalities that we have on the team. Yeah. 
No, that that that's it. Like I said, I I was I was stunned by that. And I'll say this again. I said this last part and I'll say it again. I, I think there's a major trade gonna happen within the next two years with this with this team. I think the team is primed for it. I just don't okay. know who yet, but I, I, I think there's a trade coming within the next two seasons for sure. Mm-hmm. Like the way the way it's looking out. But with that said, brother, listen, man, thank you for doing this annual annual <laughs> episode as we always do, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> I always love talking ball with you and uh looking forward to the start of the nba season yeah man. man this is like the best time of the year man best time like for me personally there's football there's ball and there's hockey, hockey so i like the, all the, three sports the fantasy baseball, drafts playoffs. happening yep baseball yep playoffs like i like baseball i'm not that big on it i'm not gonna lie if the jays are out i'm not really following but playoffs i'll follow a bit of the playoffs here and there so it's the Co- best time of the year. So college basketball is about to start soon. College, yeah, it's about to start up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, right. This, right so college football. If you're a college football fan, your Saturdays and Sundays, NFL. It's the best time of the year. So I love talking hoops. Yeah, man. Uh, love doing fantasy. So we'll see how it goes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for checking out the latest edition of the Av Podcast. A special shout out and appreciation for Julian, aka Jules the Commish for riding in that seat with the Western Conference once again. All right, happy NBA as this is now opening night tonight. And we get to watch the Warriors receive their rings as they try to go back to back and straight up, they got a good shot. But check out the Eastern Conference preview as well as we release that one on Thursday. If you haven't peeped it already, go ahead and do that. Plus, if you are that music lover, you'll love the official R&B fantasy draft that is underway. If you haven't checked it out yet, watch it on my South Sharav YouTube channel. And you can also listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. I will be releasing round three or episode three of the six-part series this Friday. If you haven't checked out the first two episodes, go ahead and check it out right now. And if you already watched it, then watch it again, damn it. It's easy. It's like that black guy in the Vry commercial from back in the day. Remember, when, remember the guy with the black hat? It's easy. Go ahead and call right now. You know that guy. Yeah. And the RB Fantasy Draft playlist has been updated on Spotify for you Spotify listeners. So look out for that. All right. It's attached to the post on the website. And you can look out for it on that platform, people. Once again, it's the RB Fantasy Draft playlist. Rate, review, and subscribe to the shows of Sasha Rav Radio. Leave those comments on whatever platform as long as you leave those five stars. Yep. And check out the website as well on SashaRav.com for the catalog. All right. Once again, that's SouthShareAv.com. For Julian, a.k.a. Jules the Commish, this is Cal C. And you just tuned into the Av Podcast on South Sharav Radio. All right, until Friday, peace. We out.